what we do here is go back, 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 back. All signs are pointing to the Raiders having no other option but either running with Jared Stidham or trading for Zach Wilson. I'm sorry. I don't make the rules. There's no in between. Welcome back to another edition of the Raider Take Podcast. I'm Mike McDonald. With me, as always, is Andy McDonald. And for once, I didn't really come up with anything nifty to say in the beginning, you know? And maybe that is nifty to say, because I didn't have anything nifty to say. But we're in the offseason, man. You know, we're a couple weeks away from, like, one or two weeks away or so from the Combine. A good month-ish away from the draft. A lot of random things to talk about um, that somewhat make sense, but... Yeah, we're in a weird we're in a weird spot. Football's over, unfortunately. Um, we are done with football for the time being, till she comes around again. But before we jump into things, as I am already all over the place, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. We do have the uh, the combine. It's about a week away, I believe, a week from Thursday, which is tomorrow. Recording Wednesday night, but um, yeah. It's a it's an exciting time. It's also like a lull period for us where we. You know, we talked about it like we're going to have content, obviously, with D.C. And um, we don't have a quarterback, you know, so things to talk about. Um, but definitely a, an interesting time of the year. You know, football has been been gone for a little bit. Um, we miss her as as you, you uh, named her or she will miss her, certainly. But I'm um, definitely going to be back soon. So I'm doing all right, man. I'm excited to to get things rolling here. Good. Glad to hear that. And well, and we can we can just dive right into our first thing. So for this episode, um, we just got some we got some topics to touch on, right? Nothing fancy, nothing, nothing big planned out, but we are going to jump in on some topics. The first one is going to be Dave Zeichler, our GM, went on bussing with the boys. He went on their podcast. He talked a lot about for the first time about car and that whole situation of letting him go, coming in with him being you know, in this this nine-year position with the same exact team and all that. So I didn't quite get a chance to listen to the whole episode, um, but it was very just interesting just hearing, you know, it's it's pretty PR for the most part when they go out and talk about these things. He's not going to give any way, you know, give away any secrets or anything like that. But what makes me very interested about this whole situation is that Taylor Lewan was cut by the Titans. Nine years. Weird, right? Nine years with the same team, got cut. Same year that Derek Carr was nine years with the same team and got cut. Two doors transitioning. One door opens, the other one closes. I don't know. But we're in a need for a tackle. Taylor Luan, essentially out on uh, the open market this year. He is now a free agent. He is also coming off of a semi-gnarly, I think it was a knee injury, if I'm not mistaken, but do you think this puts us anywhere in like possibly bringing him in? Uh, you know, it's just a, it's a weird like connection thing where it's like Zeigler does also doesn't take me as like a, I'm going to hop on someone's podcast type of person. You know what I mean? Like he hasn't really been, we don't really know much of him yet, but it's just like, that seems random to do. And then you got Taylor Lewan, someone who's on, uh, you know, going to be a free agent, all that kind of stuff. Where are you on that, Andy? 
You think Taylor Lewan's coming to Las Vegas? <laughs> you think this is all indications that uh, a boy is back in town? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, Ziegler hasn't, you know, I know he's ready for our podcast. Um, he hasn't signed up for it yet. But um, as far as jumping on that, I think it there there are connections there um, as far as Will Compton being in the Raiders building last year. And, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like it, it was it was pretty funny just to, like, watch the interview and then also see that today, like, Taylor Luan was cut. Um, I'm like, hmm. I, I had the same thought. I'm like, okay sick you know like like there are a few times because i watched like the youtube video which doesn't mean anything but like he would like check his phone I'm like i wonder if that's when he got cut you know it's like i don't know when it, it happened necessarily but um I, I think that we have a need at right tackle and luan definitely could feel that you know or feel feel that he could fill that that role definitely but i don't know i i, I think that it was a good interview and i think you know, just with what Ziegler was able to go through, it was very PR. Like you said, I think there were a lot of things. It's like, you know, the thing about Carr, you know, like the decisions are tough. And with Carr, he was there for nine years and the decisions are tough and decisions are tough. I'm like, yeah, like get to the point. Like, did you like him or not? You know, it's like, I, I couldn't figure it out. But um, ultimately, like, you know, it he, he had to do what he had to do. Um, I think it was cool just to like understand his, philosophy as far as you know what you know how how he manages the Raiders and not manages but like what his outlook is as far as that's concerned so um I would say in that sense like there's definitely a connection you know like we could definitely use Luan as a right tackle but it's funny because it's like this obviously happened way before Luan ever got cut like this this episode aired before he was cut let alone recorded before he was cut that just says you know such a fantastic timing of events that it all panned out on. So, no, I'm, I'm I'm with you there. But you know, at 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 this point, it's like, hey, the episode got released today, so it's like we can add, act as if like, hey, this is very close, you know, in timing. And so, but no, I I think that there is a big need. Um, I think as far as like what I've heard, at least, you know, I think Luan is um, trying to. Luan. I don't know why that doesn't sound right. Luan. Ta- Taylor Luan. And he's like, bust with the boys. You know, doesn't sound right. Um, the guy from Michigan, you know, the tackle who was on the, <laughs> the Titans. I, I don't know if he's going to return because, like you said, you know, he did have a bad um, knee injury last year. So I don't know if he's going to return as far as like he might retire. He might just do like the bust with the boys. So I'm not sure where that's going to go. But yeah, I, I would say we could definitely use him at right tackle. And he has connections. So let's do this thing, you know, for everything that we know, it was timed up perfectly. And Ziegler was like, you're cut. I'm going to sign you. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. You never know. You never know. There's a lot of, a lot of inside stuff that, you know, people doesn't, people doesn't know about. It's not a grammatically correct sentence. Anyways. No. Yeah. That was, you know, obviously full satire at this point. Um, It just was funny how all these things lined up, you know, it's, what ends up happening with the, you know, free agency tackle market and everything like that after we get through franchise tags, which March 20th, it's literally like the 5th or the 20th. It's like the beginning of the month or the very end of the month. Um, I don't remember exactly. I lied. I think it's in the middle of the month. I think it's March 15th. And then, uh, yeah, the, I think the it's right season. after the combine. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
anyways, we'll find out. Um, I mean, that's going to be a big tell on, you know, obviously who's available when the franchise tags start to start to get handed out and whatnot. But um, yeah, I just, you know, thought it was a funny situation that, that arose. Another one that is circulating at the moment as well is, uh, so we've got Chicago Bears, number one overall pick, right? God bless the Texans for going out and getting a meaningless win to just ruin their chances at for sure getting whoever they wanted. Anyways, um, word is, rumor is, I won't say word, I'll say rumor, is that there's a chance that the Chicago Bears might be willing to deal Justin Fields and take a quarterback at number one. Take Bryce Young at number one, realistically. So, in a scenario where that is the truth, where we're speaking truths, where are you at on trading for Justin Fields? And I will add on to that. Let's fall down any rabbit hole that is available at the moment. But what does a trade like that look like, capital-wise? Yeah, um, I I did fall down that rabbit hole. That's for sure. I don't know, man. Like I I feel like you know, God bless the Texans and Davis Mills. Just like, and, and what's funny is is we actually talked about this on the podcast where it was like they scored and went for two. They're like, we're going to lose this number one spot. Like we want to do that. And Levy Smith was like, I'm out anyway. So um, yeah, I mean, I guess what like a package would look like is we, we, we would have to give up our, our number seven overall for sure. Right. Um, and probably, probably like a one or a two next year. Um, and then, and then some kind of like three or four this year. Right. So, I think it's it's fascinating to look at. Um, I think a lot of it is smoke, really, because I know when there's smoke, there's fire, right? Um, but I, I I don't think that they're done with Justin Fields. We have to look at too is the fact that there's you know they had a new coach that came in last year, right? And he is someone that it's it's not like they they turned it over and there's like a new coach and new GM and and they're coming in like we're just gonna like figure things out like it's the same coach same GM and they're, they're like, we have the number one pick. So let's just figure this out. I think all of this is like, basically just like, let's just see what, what we can field and field as in Justin Fields. Right. Um, but I don't think they end up dealing him. Um, if they do, I think the Raiders should be all over that. That would be the perfect scenario because like you talk about like Rogers, like, Oh man, could we get Rogers? And like, well, we have to give up. Here's this draft capital he might not play next year, you know, like, it, and then it's like, okay, well, Tom Brady, well, Tom Brady retires. And it's like, well, I guess we have Jimmy Garoppolo or George Stidham or Mac Jones. Should we trade for Mac Jones? Or what if Lamar doesn't get re-signed? Like, what, what could we do? Like Justin Fields is the perfect scenario where we could trade for him, have a rookie contract, and then be like, let's develop him. He has the right intangibles as far as like, he can throw the ball good enough. I, I think he's not as, I'm kind of like a, getting a little out of my skis here, but like before we get into the QB rankings, which will be next week, but like, I don't think he's as polished as a quarterback as um, CJ Stroud is, but like, I think he would be coming into the system where it's like, he's such a dual threat. He's such a like Lamar protege in a sense where um, we, we could develop him. We wouldn't have to trade that much. And especially if they're wanting to take um, Bryce young, that it could be a, could be a factor, but like, I, it's a lot of things to say without saying anything at all. I just don't think they're going to trade Justin Fields. But um, if it was, I, I think we'd have to give up this year's one, probably like a two, 
like this year's one, a two, and then like a one and a three in that sense. So, because I, I, I I really think that he is that valuable and also like, they're going to squeeze us. We're, we're coming at seven, right? So they're going to try to squeeze us for, for whatever we got in that sense. So I don't know that I didn't really answer your question, but I I think it's just like a fascinating topic where I I don't think the bears are going to trade him, but I think that in, in the sense that they do, like they would have to go a lot. Right. They would have to go a lot. And then they would also be like, okay, cool. We got all this draft capital. Here's Bryce Young. Boom. You know, like it, I don't know. No, I, I hear what you're saying. And because it's like they saw, they started seeing success, right? With Justin Fields, they started seeing that, like, all right, we're going to build around him and do all the, or, you know, and kind of uh, form the offense to him and, you know, do the things that he can succeed at. And they started having success at it. You know, we saw them put up 29 points. On, we, we talked about this before, right? They put up 29 points on what was the best defense in the NFL at the time, the Cowboys. To go in and just be like, all right, we'll just trade him because we'll get Bryce Young. Like, you'd have to feel so good about Bryce Young to just do that. You'd have to feel good about Bryce Young plus the tr- capital you could get, right? And maybe they would, but at the same time, it's like you don't know what you got with Bryce Young until – you have them. You know what you got with Justin Fields right now. And it looked way more promising than anything the Bears has ha- have had since Jay Cutler, really. So I agree with you. I don't think they deal them. That would be a pretty awesome thing to like put in the mix. I don't know. Sorry to cut you off, but like I, I think what's fascinating is like we, you know, once I saw that rumor, I was like, boom, I'm in because we don't have any other options. You know, it's like, it's like Rogers or, do you think we can get Lamar? And if not, we're screwed. You know, it's like, it's like, we don't have many options. It's like Justin Fields might be available. Let's talk about this, you know, and, and not say it's a bad talking point because I think there could be some truth to that. It's just like, I think the Raiders are, are not, not the Raiders, like maybe Dave Ziegler's not like, ah, you know, but we're kind of like, we might be running out of options at this point and we need to figure this out. Raider so Nation. Justin Fields, yeah, you you, yeah. Plan, you plan it as Raider Nation is in that is in that point. Exactly. Yeah, and so it's like it would just be, you know, I don't know. I, I would say crazy if if they traded Justin Fields, and I would love to have him, but I also don't think they'll do it. If they do, and then it's like we'll take Bryce Young, who's shorter and weighs about a buck sixty five, and they still don't have any weapons. You know, um, let's do this thing. You know, we got to go. Green Bay, Lambeau Field, you know, twice a year. Let's do it. Like, like good luck. I, I would be down because we'll take Justin Fields, you know, in that sense. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it seems like uh, something that gets floated out there um, is mostly because they have the number one pick and it might just be to cause some turmoil and, and to get us, us Raider fans like, let's do this thing. You know, I think he's available because I hope Rodgers doesn't come out of this dark – whatever it was is zero dark 30 23 yes that that's it i, for, I forgot what we oh no you called um, it the uh oh man you had a good name for it it was it was, it his, was a, uh his rap black sabbatical rap black sabbatical <laughs> that's what it was yeah so i don't know i mean obviously if he's on the market i think we we go all in he's on a rookie contract i think he's someone that would fit our system and would be great, but I don't, I think there's a, a little bit, 
little more smoke than fire in this sense. You know what they say when there's smoke, there's mirrors. So <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it, once again, it's, it's anytime there's any chance that like, there's another like right now. There's another quarterback option out there. It's just we're like meerkats. We're just like looking around, like, hey, what, what? We have a chance. What? Justin Fields? Yes. What does it take? What are we gonna get? What are we gonna do to get him? <laughs> you know, it's it's awesome. It's it's and that's it's mayhem and it's like so much anxiety, but it's so fun because it's just like what's what's gonna happen? No one knows. No one knows what's gonna happen when Aaron Rodgers comes out of zero dark thirty twenty three. <laughs> Or if Justin Fields gets dealt, or Jared Stidham's QB one. Yeah, I think at. that's what's. Yeah, and I I kind of came to that point yesterday where I was like, we might just be out of options, you know? Like, let's just say that Rogers comes back from his rap black sabbatical or whatever we called it. Um, was what was it black rap? I don't know. I I still mess it up. Yeah, it's good. I think you said rap black sabbatical. Rap, yes, was, rap black sabbatical. Yeah. Um, he comes out of that. He's like, I want to go back to Green Bay. It's like, okay, sick. And then DC's like, all right, well, I'm going to sign with the Jets. And they're like, okay. And the Bears are like, we actually love Justin Fields. What are our options? It's like, we don't have many. So it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, we, and, and I think it came out this week that like Ziegler's like, we might not have an, like a solution as far as like what our QB is, you know, going forward this year, like we might have to figure it out and see what happens. I think that's like realistic where it's like, we have to roll with Stidham or we have to sign a Baker Mayfield, Ooh, gosh, you know, or Jacoby Brissett, Ooh, gosh, you know, like, like something like that where it's like, we're just going to kind of tank in a sense. And like that, I don't think anyone in Raider nation wants to hear that, but like that, that's a possibility. Or we just nut up and say, hey, we're going to do everything we can to trade up and get CJ Stroud, which, you know, we can talk about later. Well, what's funny is it, it seems like with all options running out, there really is only one option, and that's trade for Zach Wilson, especially if Carr goes to the Jets. <laughs> Stop it. All signs are pointing to the Raiders having no other option but either running with Jared Stidham or trading for Zach Wilson. I'm sorry. I don't make the rules. There's no in between. No, there's many. many. <laughs> Listen, okay. <laughs> My blood pressure could not like could sustain that at all because like, you know, I'm down. Like look, let's roll with it, right? It's like you might as well bring Jameis Winston in here and just say, Hey. Let's just have this QB competition of James, James Winston, Jared Sidham, and Zach Wilson, right? So let's do this thing. Couldn't be more ridiculous than James Winston, Andy Dalton, and Taysom Hill as as a, as a quarterback kind of competition. a quarterback, but like not a quarterback, yeah. yeah. And he ends up like starting, but yeah. Anyway. I don't know. I, I feel like we're – screwed is not the right, the right way to say it, but like we're in an interesting situation, especially until we hear from Aaron Rodgers, which apparently everyone is waiting on. You know, the Jets are like, Derek Carr, you might be a Hall of Famer, but we're going to wait on Aaron Rodgers. It's like, I don't think that adds up at all. You know, so you could be a Hall of Famer. You are a Hall of Famer. Before we sign you, we're just going to wait for Aaron Rodgers to come out of the darkness. Sick. You know, it's like, like these things, I don't know. I feel like we're screwed, man. And that's, Sorry. I'll get more positive as we go, but <laughs> that's right. We well, are jumping. You're jumping a little bit ahead of the. Uh, 
Oh, yeah, sorry. The news carousel we had going on anyways, but nonetheless, we can jump into that. Before we do, it is that time. I'm going to tell all of you who this episode is brought to you by, and per usual, that is brought to you by DraftKings. Now, this time, I'm speaking to NBA fans out there. It's time to bring the hoops actions to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. Download the app now and sign up with code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly, only at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA, code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. Okay, so as you somewhat started to allude to, um, we got Derek Carr news once again going off, meeting with the New York Jets. Supposedly it went well. Uh, The Jets got very personal reports said, right? Um, And they also made a comment saying that if you come with us, Come play with us. You'll have the chance to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Strong words from a strong man, Captain Insano. That is Robert Salah. It's very interesting to note that he's meeting with the Jets, right? Another team that was pegged to possibly be, you know, somewhere he might get traded to. Spoiler alert, we didn't trade him. He had to get released. But here he is meeting with the Jets, Zach Wilson. It's his town, his team to run. But yet here we are, Derek Carr, meeting with them and by all accounts kind of jumping into the front runner of where we're at. It it seems weird because it's like he met with the Saints. It went well. They're the front runners. And then it's like he's meeting with the Jets. Meeting went well. They're probably the front runners. It's like, so where the fuck is he going to go? You know, it's like, come on, let's figure it out. But. Same time, he met with the Jets. Jets are making um, some pretty bold statements about what he can be with them because the difference between the Raiders and the Jets, it's a Hall of Fame organization. So, Andy, where are you with this? This was kind of some uh, interesting news that popped out recently, but nonetheless, is Carr a Hall of Famer with the Jets? Um, no, just no. I mean, yeah, that is the answer. fine, right. I think that, like, I, I get what they're saying as far as, like, his stats go. You would probably need three seasons with them to be, like, 12 and 5. Now that we're doing math um, with 17, 17 game season um, to be above 500. So, like, at least be above 500 with his win-loss record. And then I think he could be a Hall of Famer. Um, winning a Super Bowl, I think that that does get you close. Um, Trent Dilfer did win a Super Bowl, so you know he's not that close. And uh, Joe Namath actually, it took him three times to get into the Hall of Fame, and he was, you know, Broadway Joe. So think about that. So basically, Derek Carr has a chance to be the greatest Jets quarterback of all time. Uh, apparently, according to Robert Salah, no, I don't know. I, I think it's like it's kind of funny because you know they do the thing with with the Saints, and like I, I think you know we talk about this right, where it's like. We're like, hey, this it went well with the Saints. 
was great. We actually hadn't came back, you know, for a second meeting and then we didn't come to an agreement. You know, he, he didn't accept the trade basically. So um, it's like, okay, cool. Well, it's like, well, then Carr doesn't want to, you know, accept the trade and then have the Saints give up draft capital, blah, 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 right? I think there's just not a good offer out there right now. And like the Jets are going to be like, hey, we're not waiting for Aaron Rodgers to come out of his, you know, grab black sabbatical. I think I know that one. You know, we're not waiting for that in that sense. And so, like, it's like they just like these things come out, and it's like, well, if, if you actually liked him that much, why don't you sign him? You know, why don't you just like put an offer out there? The Saints that makes sense because the Saints have like negative 100 million, 100 million as far as um cap space. So, you know, that made sense. But like, the, the Jets were like, we loved him so much, he could be a Hall of Famer. We just haven't given them an offer that's good. It's like, Okay, so like, do you think he's like AJ McCarron or like Derek Carr? You know, it's like, where are you at with this guy? So it's just so, it's, I don't know. Like, I, I think, you know, and David Carr obviously went on air because he's on NFL Network, you know, it's like, oh, I think, you know, Derek's, it's going to be a long process. He's going to take his time and, you know, he's going to visit some teams and, you know, whatever, right? But it's like, I think there's just not a good offer out there. And like, he, I don't think he stuck to the Raiders because Derek Carr's not that guy, but he's also like that guy pal where he's going to be like, I'm not going to say that I did it, but I'm also not going to accept a trade offer because I don't want to give anything to the Raiders. And I'm going to test my chance on free agency market. And they're going to be like, how about two years for 34 million? He's like, Ooh, I was just making 40. And they're like, yeah. Okay. Well, we don't want to give you 40. So like, what do you think about, the Saints are like, we have no money, you know? So, like... Are you good pro bono? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What does it look like if, if you... is like, per hour? Can we do per hour as far can, as, like, you know... Can you pay us? <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I, I think that, you know, to answer your question in a not very great way, I think that um, the Jets are going to be one of those teams that are, will be at the top of the list. I don't think he does great in the New York media, like, at all, like, Sorry, he's a pussy. Like he, he's he's not great. Like he's he's very soft. And like he went from Oakland in for nine years, like well seven years, and then Vegas for two years. It's like yo, dude. Like he couldn't handle that. And it's like I'm gonna go to New York where Zach Wilson like banged his moms, and like that should be celebrated. And and they're like, well, your completion percentage is not sick. We hate you. You know, it's like they just get on him, and it's not me backing Zach Wilson, even though it seems that way. And to be fair, like, even if he did go to New York, the moms are still Zach Wilson's. You know, it's like Derek Carr's not touching those things, right, um, as far as the Mills are concerned. So, you know, safe haven for, <laughs> for Zach Wilson. Anyways, I think that the most likely – I don't know. I, maybe I'm too much of a DC. Like, if I were you, I would do this. But, like, do go to the NFC South. Let's talk about the quarterbacks. Falcons, Desmond Ritter, like, I'm not a big fan they clearly weren't a big fan of him, but then the Arthur Blank is like, I think we have a leader here. You know, it's like, okay, well, you didn't say whether he gets to the ball good or not. You know, it's like, so there's the Falcons. Buccaneers, Brady's like, I'm out. You know, I came back just to make the playoffs and get kind of divorced with Giselle. You know, it's like, like that didn't work out. I'm out of here. I'm retiring. The Panthers are like, Sam Darnold, PJ Walker was sick. Yeah, I think we're going to draft a quarterback. So they're there, even though my guy, my guy, 
Matt Corral, give yeah. him a shot. Yes, yeah, comeback he, player of the year, 2024 comeback player of the year. That's what they haven't we said. Which I, yes, and I think that they're waiting to say that about Matt Corral. And then that leaves the Saints, right? Where it's like Jameis Winston was healthy for like the last four games. They're like, we're just going to trot out Taysom Hill and just run this weird thing. And they're like, okay, sounds good. So Jameis Winston's probably going to be gone. They're going to cut him. They need a quarterback. It's like, go to the NFC South. Any of those teams would be like, we'd love to have you. Can you throw the ball forward accurately? And he's like, maybe. Okay. What if like the pocket like collapses? Not not usually. Okay. What if you have a good old line? Yeah, I think it'll be all right. Like then go there, Derek Carr, right? That would make more sense. That basically the that division is wide open. I think he should take it. And then like the Jets, it just does, doesn't make sense. Like regardless. You have to compete with the Dolphins. You have to compete with the Bills. Patriots, I mean, who knows where they're going to be at. But it's just – it. the Jets doesn't make sense, even though, like, they're a quarterback away. I mean, it would actually be hilarious if he did go there just for us to be like, dude, let's just watch this thing from an outsider perspective. Like, good luck with that. You know, I'm not saying he's the worst. I'm just saying, like, he's soft, and it's going to be like the second they can't establish the run, because they stack the box with nine people against Brees Hall, and it's like Derek Carr has to beat them. Yeah, let's, let's see how that goes on the tabloids of, you know, the New York Post or wherever the hell that thing is. Anyways, I don't know if it's going to be a fit. <laughs> we'll see. Clearly, I don't have a lot of thoughts about this. But um, I think DC, you know, just go go the Jets. It'd be fun for us. And so another thing, another interesting thing that I was uh, saw floating around and, and I wanted to talk to you about, as everyone knows, things didn't quite line up last week like we wanted them to. But so you had DC, he went and visited the Saints, right? They had this big meeting. Everything went well. DC's like, no, sorry, not making a trade. If he eventually signs with the Saints in free agency, is there any bit of argument about tampering when it comes to that? Because they just they had a conversation with someone who was under contract and basically coerced him to come to his team. If they sat there and said, like, hey, don't take a trade. We'll make this work. We'll figure this out. We'll get get you the same contract or a similar contract, or we'll we'll make things work. Just don't make us give up any draft capital. Where's that where's that fall in the lines of tampering, right? If they end up getting him in the long run. Yeah, I've actually thought about that. Um <laughs> and so I I think when you look at it, like we did grant him request to, you know, meet with teams. Right. So like, I think whatever happens, happens. I don't know if like, you know, I think when he came out and said like, I'm not going to accept a trade to the saints or any other team like that kind of, I think he covered his bases there. Right. Where it's like, not, I wouldn't accept anything. Right. So I think when you go back to it, it's like, I think there, there is a, a shot that he does end up making a deal with the saints. So as far as tampering goes, I don't think we have a case because like, we're like, yo, you should go meet with the Saints because we've agreed to some compensation. And he's like, all right, sounds good. And then he did it, and he's like, nah, I'm good. You know, it's like, I don't think we would play there, even though I was like, that'd be bullshit if he went there and they're like, exactly, don't do this, but we'll sign you. And he's like, sounds good. Like that would suck, right? Like, you know. <laughs> but also, like, we made our bed with that. So yeah, I, I think it's it's one of those things where it's like kind of maybe a gray area but i don't think we have a a, a leg to stand on in that sense you know yeah, as far that, as, this falls under that like probably like legal tampering 
it would be bullshit. I'll tell yes, you that. Absolute bullshit. Okay, so last thing I have for us today. Interesting thing came across on Twitter. So the non-exclusive franchise tag, right? That's the one that is most commonly used that we see happen all the time. Players get franchise tagged. It's the, let's see, players given a one-year deal based on the average of the top five salaries at the respective position over the last five years or 120% of the previous salary, whichever is greater. Under the non-exclusive tag, though, a player is free to negotiate with other teams. So if we non-exclusive franchise tag Josh Jacobs, right, he can accept our franchise tag. He can also talk to other teams. If a team comes up with a deal, an offer, the Raiders have a chance to match it. If they do not match it and he does sign with another team, the Raiders receive two first-round draft picks from that team. I mean, I just don't think it's something we've ever seen because people just don't. I mean, teams are probably just not willing to give up two draft picks because of the way that that works out. But nonetheless, I pose to you, Andrew, in this situation, non-exclusive tag Josh Jacobs. I mean, we have to just let him walk, right? That's the asking price. I mean, I mean, if that's what we would get in return, like, then yeah, let's just throw that tag on him and, and see. I mean, I think ultimately, like, the reason we haven't heard of it is because no team has ever been like, yeah, yes. we're gonna we're gonna give it up. You know, honestly, what's actually ironic about this is that Saquon Barkley might hit the market, and I'm not saying the team would throw two first rounds at him, but like, if the Giants aren't able to come to terms with him and another team is, then they might be willing to do that because they might be not, not anyone's a running back away from a championship, but like, you know, he's that, that special basically. So um, yeah, I could see us putting that on him and then saying like, yeah, go ahead negotiate. We'll see. But I, I think at the end of the day, like something that would make more sense is like a, a three-year deal. Um, I think I talked about this last week, but like a three-year deal or a four-year deal where it's like, Hey, cause, cause Josh Jacobs actually is, is just turned 25. Right. And so we talk about like rookie contract and like, where to be, you know, like, do you want to extend, you know, after you draft him, what have you. Right. So it's like, we've had him for four years, five years now, actually. And he's only 25. So it's like, give him another three or four years and just like front load the contract as far as guaranteed money, because that's what they're really looking for. Running backs are like, yo, I know that this position, I could be out tomorrow. Right. So I, I need it. I need the bag. You know, I need the front end cash. And so if we could front load a contract where it's like, hey, your guaranteed money is in like the, I don't know why I keep using my hand. I'm just going to keep doing this. might be in the palm of your hands, some would say. But it's like if we front load the guaranteed money for Jacobs, I think it could be somewhere where it's like, hey, here's three years, here's four years. We'll guarantee this much. And it's going to be in the first two years because we're going to get them at 25, 26, and then see where it goes. Great. As far as like the the tag, like if they're like, you mean it, it actually is a, a pretty deep running back class as far as the, the draft is concerned. So like they could be like, we're going to franchise tag you. And if we don't, then, and someone else matches, we get two first rounds. Like the Raiders are like, we need more picks just so we can fuck them up. You know, so like we're down for that. But yeah, I, I, I think that the tag is, is a possibility. Something about, you know, with the DC, you know, decision, I think that does clear up a lot of cap space where it's like they do need to, consider that and like the way that McDaniels has spoke about Jacobs. Um, I think there's a lot of ways to like make it work. And he's said also that he wants to be in Vegas. So it's like, bring him back two or three years. I mean, give him three or four years, 
front load a lot of that, get out after year three if we need to, right? But as far as that, if it comes down to like the tagging him again for two first rounds, I'm down. Like I'm super down for that. And so um, I, I, I never do that. So thank you for the, the fun fact there. Yeah, that's obviously, there's a reason why it's, like you said, kind of like not something that's, I never knew it either because it, it doesn't happen. It makes me curious to see that like if the Ravens were to franchise tag Lamar Jackson, would someone like jump on that? You know, I mean, because you're talking about having to like not only pay somebody, but also like give up the draft capital, which I guess is like if you traded for somebody, you're doing the same thing. You're giving up the draft capital and then you're going to, you know, more often than not have to give them the contract too. But hearing that makes me curious on like, could we see that go down with Lamar Jackson? You know what I mean? Because that two first rounds for Lamar Jackson. Or we just do it to Jacob. Someone matches. We get the two first rounds and then we use it for Lamar. No, exactly. Like, so we basically <laughs> traded Josh Jacobs for Lamar Jackson. <laughs> That's like Nate and Madden. Yes, very, very much so. He'll probably cheat somehow um, and just get both of them. But no, I think you know, like we talked about with with the quarterback situation, where we don't really know we're going to be. I think it's kind of like a no brainer that we have to re-sign Jacobs. I think we have to keep him on our team. I think it is a not a team friendly deal, but I think. It, it's, it's an incentive base. I think it's more front loaded um, as far as that's concerned. But yeah, if someone wants to match for two first rounds, I think we need all the help we can get because we might need to give three first rounders for Aaron Rodgers just for him next year to be like, you know, I think I'm just going to go zero dark 30, 12, 23 again and just be out, you know? So it's like, anyways, all jokes aside, I, I, th- I think that we do need to get Jacobs back because like we do have a nucleus of, Jacobs, Crosby, and Adams that we need to capitalize. We need to find a quarterback, which is going to be very important. And I don't know how far along we are there, unfortunately. Yes, I agree. I agree. And there's plenty to come, plenty to talk about, but we will leave it there. Uh, We will see where things go from here. Like we talked about, I think the combine starts the 26th. Um, I believe it's the 28th. Yeah, I think it's the 28th or, or the 1st of March. So it's next Thursday. 28 days have February. April, June, and November. 30 days have September. I know. I swear I read something where it was like 27th or 28th of February to like the 6th of March. And I'm like, why is it spanning two months? Two different months. This whole, this is like a week-long process. But nonetheless. No, it is. It, it does start the 28th through march 6th so okay you're correct there the 28th is one day away from march 1st and it just seems so long when you say february 28th through march 6th you're like that's like six weeks yeah why is this four and a half weeks what are we doing here <laughs> exactly so oh <laughs> uh, as always though we appreciate the love please share subscribe rate review give us those five stars on apple Podcasts. also go check out the raider take podcast on youtube and uh yeah we're moving along. We're shaking along. We're moving and shaking along to combine, then to free agency, and then furthermore down the line, the draft. So a lot to come very soon. Any last words, Andrew, before we get out of here? No, I'm excited for the combine. Definitely it's, it's a, a weird time of the year where there's no football, and we also have this ambiguity with 
Aaron Rodgers just going into a cave um, for a little bit. Um, we're still trying to figure out what our QB one is, but I'm excited for it. Um, I, w- I will have my QB rankings, my top five NFL draft 2023 QB rankings um, next week. So, I mean, who's to say how wrong I was, right? Matt Corral, you still got a shot. But um, yeah, I'm excited to get into it um, next week and also with the combine. It's going to be fun. A lot of, a lot of things to talk about. So, um, until then, Raider Nation, love you guys. Stand up. I would I would sit down if I were you. It's a slow time of the year. Stand up when the combine happens between the 28th and the 6th. Um, that might seem like you know a couple weeks for you guys, but it's actually pretty straightforward as far as the calendar goes. But yeah, love you guys. That's all I got, Mike. Peace.